Today is Thursday, June 9th, 2022. My name is Joe Batance, and I am the host of a show called Miss Joe Batance, a show where I talk about literally, I I had an idea for a show that was, I was going to call it um, Yours Truly, Betty Batance, just about the, the soap opera that is my mom's life. And today is a good example. And we're going to talk about it all right now, right here on this Joe Batance, right here on Afterthought Media. I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz. Today's edition is for Thursday, June 9th, 2022, and uh, it's a weird episode. So much has happened this morning that, and I'll tell some stories from yesterday as well, but so much weird shit has happened this morning that uh, it's only 1130 and I already have big stories to tell. But let's start off with the lead story here. So, uh, nothing's going to happen in order. I want to start off with this lead story. Uh, I, I'll tell you this. I woke up, uh, got dressed, went to, for a walk, talked to my cousin, and we'll tell those stories. Other thing we need to talk about, so people can keep note because you know I'll forget, is I want to talk about a dumb typo I made on a Slack message yesterday to my production company. And I also want to talk about... Oh, uh, my my niece graduates today, so there'll be stories tomorrow about that. But um, about a text my sister in law sent about my niece graduating, we are going to talk about that as well. But let's do our lead off story. And before the story is going to involve a death, so I'm going to tell you the story involves a death, and it involves the death of a cousin of mine, a first cousin actually, and um, but it's somebody I've only seen a couple of times in my life was cuckoo crazy drug addict so you know why he died and whatnot but i do his dad my uncle i adore i'm very not very close but like he's a a constant presence in my family and uh it's always at the holidays events and stuff like that so i obviously my heart is broken for him that his son passed away but it's a person that i didn't really have a connection to uh he's a lot old not a lot but he's enough older than me for it to be a different Thing. He's like 12 years older than me. And he was like homeless and a drug addict and all kinds of crazy shit. And so at 9 a.m., my mom gets a phone call from my uncle saying that he had died. Okay. And uh, my mom's like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I guess he was really upset, which makes sense, you know. And they were on the phone for a while. My mom had him on speakerphone. He was fine with that. And he, but so. Because I'm going to relate to you stuff that I heard, which is he said, because he's not, he, my uncle's not a wealthy man. He has, he lives like in a small senior apartment. And my mom's like, well, you're, I will definitely 100% have the, um, you know, the, the, um, 
the afters here, after the services, the reception can be here. Thank you, Alex S. She said, so sorry for your family's loss. Like I said, it's almost like hearing about somebody else die in the news because I don't really – I didn't really know him. I think I've only met him in my, in, as being an aware person like once. And um, uh, – but he was like, yeah, also I don't want a lot of people at the service. I just I just don't. And he, then he said – he asked my mom, his sister, can you call everybody in the family and tell them that he's passed? But, you know, I just – can you just tell them that he died of a heart attack? I mean, he technically did, but I don't think I necessarily wanted – because what happened was, like, he'd been in prison and in jail and was trying to get back on his feet. and all This is constantly happening, getting off drugs, on drugs, living in the park. And he was at a halfway house or something. And he went to the restroom, I guess. And when they found him, he hadn't come out. He had drug paraphernalia around him and had died, you know, in the bathroom. And uh, he's like, I don't necessarily, you know, just can you just say he, he, he died of a heart attack by drug. So I'm just telling people he died of a heart attack. My mom's like, no problem. No problem. By the way, my mom had already told two people by that point via text. She knew really well. So then she calls those people and says, oh, he only wants people to know that's a heart attack. Then she's calling people and telling them, right? And she's like, hey, listen. This is where my, my mom is terrible. Oh, this, this, okay, this is what it should have gone like. This is what it should have gone like. Hi, listen. Hey, it's Betty. Bad news. Um, Benny Jr., passed away he um he had a heart attack last night and he died yeah it's really sad my, my brother's heartbroken yada, yada yada this is what she does hey um bad news um my brother's son benny jr passed away uh last night mm-hmm. um well it's Right now, they're saying it's a heart attack, but, you know, who knows? I'm like, what? And then she'll also be like, oh, well, right now they think it's a heart attack, but, um, you know, who knows what caused it? You know, could be, I don't know. I don't know. I just, you know, you know. I'm like, this is horrible. This is, what are you doing? This is horrible what you're doing. Well, Joey, I, 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 I mean, they're gonna wonder why he was so young and had a heart attack. Like he was like fifty-eight years old. Like that's not it's not the. By the way, and they, everyone knew he was homeless and on drugs. Not that everyone, that people didn't think he was like doing jumping jacks in the park. You know, uh, everyone knew he was you know doing drugs and homeless and in and out of jail. This is not people will probably piece it together, but you know. I don't know. It's just so weird. I don't know why she was doing that. So there's that story. Um, by the way, my my parents are fine. It's one of these things. And, and, and this is, I mean, my mom, I'm sure. I don't know. I can't speak for my mom. But for myself and whenever I hear these things, you know, I'm very sad. And I'm much sadder for my uncle who obviously know. I mean, losing a child is the worst, you know. I mean, like, no one ever wants to imagine that nightmare. So my heart's broken for him. But in terms of Benny, I mean, his life was a mess. And I actually do. This is, the, this is the thing I've never understood about religious people. 
Let's take crazy evangelicals. They're like, Biden's going to bring about the end times. And I was like, well, isn't that what you want? Jesus is going to come back and separate the good from the bad. So if you're, in theory, according to you, good, you're, you're, you're going to be so validated. So I don't know what you're worried about. You should want this. And, um, and it's so funny how my parents and I have different views of death because my mom was talking, you know, to a relative, the one of the people she, she has two cousins, Linda and Irene, who are cousins, they're first cousins, but they're really like sisters. They're very, very, very close. And so she had already told them by that point before my uncle said that. <clears throat> and she was talking to them and she, both of them, she said, you know, the devil never rests. And it's so funny that in this case, in my view, and if maybe this is just my own spiritual take, I'm like, oh, really? Because I really see it as God came down and was like, you've suffered enough. You know, I'm going to take away your suffering. Uh, it's obviously here we are heartbroken and we are so sad and it's devastated my uncle. But his life was very, very hard. It was a very difficult, sad life. He was totally 100% cuckoo bananas, had lost his mind because of drugs. He has YouTube videos. I can't find them right now. I don't even know how I'd find them. I found them once where he's in the park talking about how President Obama stole his money that he won in the lottery. I didn't know what, didn't know what that means. That my, President Obama and the mayor of whatever shit city he's in stole his money. And like some other random person too, like hurt him, President Obama, the mayor of the city. And it was like someone random, like, um, God, like Reese Witherspoon or something like that. It was really weird. Anyway, and that's, you know, mental illness and, and illness from drug addiction. That's really hard. Those are, those are illnesses I don't suffer from. And so much the way there is a sense of relief when a person from cancer or terminal illness dies, I feel that there's that same sense of relief because this is essentially not terminal illness, but it is a long illness. And to me, it's God did something merciful. I feel what happened was merciful. Uh, you know, um, I don't know that much about death from um, over, you know, drug addiction, but I don't know. Maybe it was peaceful. I don't know anything about it, right? But you know, it's again, it's it's a really weird thing. But I don't, I don't see it as the devil. I feel it really see as God giving His grace and like, you know, come to me. You know, Fontaine comes out in the white, you know. Uh, and sent and takes him away. But, uh, that's just, I guess, the way we all see things differently. Okay. Let's talk about, um, so this morning I woke up and I went on a walk with, I went, so I've been doing this new thing where, cause my cousin wakes up early and I generally wake up early ish, but there's no hard and set time. Um, hard and set, by the way, is the name of the porn video I just watched before I went. And, um, I, uh, but, but between 7 and 8 a.m., that's when my cousin goes for a walk, and then that's when he and I talk. So I, I get ready, I go to the park, and, um, I start walking. And the first thing we talked about, there were two, like, I would say friendly arguments, even though he got kind of huffy and hung up soon after and did not about this, but he was like, all right, well, I gotta go. One was, 
Okay, can some, I'm glad again, I'm glad I have a student Jordan Darling here, even though I don't know if they got into this sort of theoretical money thing in accounting school. Well, my cousin, so I'm talking about how during the beginning of the pandemic, Adam Vaught's, um, roommate told him, Hey, listen, you should buy USO stock, United States oil exchange. I think it is. Because it's it's historically low right now. It's actually a pretty stable stock. And it's a good time to buy it. Because of the pandemic. So I bought $500. I'm like, oh, I'll throw 500 bones. I don't know what this is, right? So I bought $500 of that stock. Oh my god, what a great stock tip. So it look, it languished for a long time. Did a reverse split. Not good stuff, right? But ever since the vaccine, and we've been, it's slowly come back. And it's just been on fire lately. And... Because I don't think it's going to, that this on fire thing's going to last, I was like, oh, I got to sell something soon. So what I did was, I was telling my cousin that I sold off $500 worth just so I have my initial investment bank back and the rest is playing with the house money because I'm essentially gambling. You know, I'm not doing the stock market um, wisely. I've never bought, this is the first stock I ever bought. You know, I'm basically in Vegas right now, okay? And um, I'll probably sell this. So now I'm playing with the house's money. And even when I sell this stock, I'll probably use that money to buy other stock, blah, 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 blah. I'm just having fun gambling. I'm not trying to really do anything here. So he tells me about how when he was, and we were talking about how people of color, a lot of people of color, particularly Latinos and blacks, we don't learn about the stock market and shit like that. So that's why I don't know anything about it, right? I still don't know anything about it. I I sold the stock, and I don't know how I sold it, all right? So he told me about how years ago at the Gay and Lesbian Center, he took, like, Grow Your Gay Dollars, a class. And he's like, oh, it's just me and a bunch of old white gay men. And that then he goes, I asked the person giving the presentation a question, and my question blew his mind. And he was so confused, he couldn't even answer the question. And I was like, oh my God, what is it, right? So he asks me, I'm going to tell you before I tell you the conversation. By the end of it, I realized what really had happened and why the teacher was like, I- I'm done. But maybe, again, maybe a stupid girl in Jordan Darling can school me here. I just assume they just know everything about money. Or maybe there's people here who know a lot about money, right? So this is his, this is his question. He goes, let's say... I buy one stock. This is a theoretical thing. I buy one stock for $10 on Friday. And then on Monday, the stock price drops and it's only worth $5. He says, what happened to that $5? And um, I go, okay. He goes, what happened to it? The guy couldn't answer the question. I go, what do you mean what happened to it? He goes, what happened to the $5? Where did it go? And I said, it went to whoever you bought the stock from, from $10. He goes, no, you're not getting it. I bought it from him for $10. And then on Monday, it's worth $5. Where is that $5? And I go, I'm not understanding this question. And I did, I, okay, let's say you buy a car from somebody. And it's worth $1,000. And then you leave and you give the guy $1,000. And then you leave and you crash the car. And you're like, fuck this car. I'm going to sell it for 200 
He goes, no, because it's a tangible item. I go, well, it's not really any different. He goes, where did the $5? No, it's not the same thing. Where did the $5 go? And then I was like, well, then I went to posters, right? Because then I go, are you talking about like the value? He goes, I, don't, I still don't really totally know. And I was like, okay. If I bought a poster for $100, right? And like, for instance, let's take that. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but oh, my brother's calling me. Hold on. All right. I'm going to pause this. I'll be back. Okay. If you're at home, you have no perception of lost time, but I had to go take a call from my brother, R.E. The, um, the death, you know, so that's done. Um, of course, my brother and I talked about it for 10 seconds and then talked about uh, McDonald's. Uh, anyway, um, does anybody remember what I was talking about? Let me see. Small break for a moment. Did I make it? Uh, music jump scared me. Oh, my cousin. Let me see. Um, okay. So a stew girl is there. So let's say I bought a, okay. So I don't remember what it was. So let, this is what I try to tell him. Thank you. So let's say I bought a poster. This actually happened. Let's say I bought a poster for a hundred dollars. Oh, and it was that Star Wars thing. The binary sunset. If you guys don't remember, an aunt Linda dropped, um, uh, hand sanitizer over it and it took out the ink and it was like this big ink like white spot in the middle and uh, she it, it immediately went from a hundred I think it was only fifty dollars fifty dollars to five dollars nothing it was worth nothing you know now I update is I've oh, but you know this is still a good thing here so it went to zero but then I went to Hobby Lobby and I got an art pencil a black art pencil and I shaded it in. And I got to tell you, I was just looking at it earlier today. It is nearly invisible to the naked eye. You know what the one thing that um, uh, gets you, and this was a mistake I made, is when I, when I rubbed, I didn't rub, I dabbed the hand sanitizer off. When I did that, you know there's that gets rough, like paper gets rough. It has that. If you look at the texture, you can see. But in terms of color, it's invisible. But still, if I tried to sell it, I would have to be honest about that. And it's not worth $50 anymore. It's now worth maybe $20, okay? Maybe $25. Jordan Darden's licking his chops. And um, so, it, but the, the truth of the matter is, it's worth nothing until I sell it. It's worth $0. I try to explain it. He's just like, no, because I think he wanted to live with the fantasy that he stumped um, he wanted to live with the fantasy that he stumped this money guy. And I think the truth was the guy was trying to explain that to him. And my cousin was like, nope, I've solved money. Right. Then on that same topic, uh, I don't remember how we, that topic went from that to this, but he started talking about Kim Kardashian and how that she should be a role model for all women because she is really just an amazing, brilliant human being. And I was like, what? And he was like, that all women should look up to her, that she took this sex tape and she made a billion dollar empire out of it. And that she's just an amazing, amazing. He just admires her so much. And I was like, and he was like, do you agree? And I wasn't saying shit. And he was like, do you agree? And I go, honestly, I have a complete opposite opinion of her. I think Kim Kardashian, it, what that speaks more to our society uh, than it does about 
her and how disgusting our society is. And they worship easy money. And I think she's indicative of everything that's wrong with this country and the perception of this country where people think she should. I don't, I do not like, I think the Kardashians are horrible, horrible people in all ways, right? All of them, terrible, vapid human beings. Okay. And, um, he, he got really kind of huffy about that. And we talked for a little bit and they said, Oh, you don't have to go. I'm going to lose reception. And I'm going to call you back. He's like, no, it's okay. So I'm sure we're fine. It wasn't that heat of a discussion, but I could, I could tell that kind of, bristled him is that the right phrase anyway really quick story before i go is i was on the phone with my production company yesterday i mean on slack and they were telling me about some difficulties uh with the audio something it's not important right but then they said oh the audio engineer solved it and i meant to her name selena and i meant to write back come on selena and i wrote back come on semen Oh my god, it was super awkward and uncomfortable. They never responded. They never re- reacted to it. It was really embarrassing. But it happened right here on this Joe Batanz. Right here on Afterthought Media. Thought Media.